You don't have those, you're not in the game. Do you understand that? If those things aren't clear, you're not in the game. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. I've got two big questions for you. With the market absolutely speeding up, the interest rates normalizing, buyer demand being strong, here's what I know. Question number one, do you want to be in this market, the one that's writing offers or the one that's receiving offers? Let me give it to you again, in this market. Do you want to be writing offers in a $250,000, $300,000, dollars $800,000 frenzied market or do you wanna be the gal, do you wanna be the guy who's receiving the offers and then sitting down with your seller and saying, let's take a look at what we have? My friends, it's a very simple question, but what it really begs is this. How do you become more listing dominant? How do you become more listing dominant? Now, whether you're a brand new agent or you're a 35 or 40 year veteran, there are some fundamental things that we know to be true that when you implement them, and I wanna make a quick note here, when you go from, hey, that's common sense to common practice. Common sense to common practice. That's the game. Like You know you should do it, and now you finally do it. This is what I know. The question I wrote down for you again, how do we become listing dominant? Number one, how many listings did you take in 2018, 2017, 2016? And then what sources did they come from? How many listings did you take last year and the year before? Five, seven, 18, 22, 107. And then what sources did they come from? Why does that matter? I wanna know what got me here and how we can exploit it, how we can do more, how we can do it better as an example. And then you wanna look at the obvious question is, what are the other sources I can add in? Now we've done, countless shows on this subject. So I'm not gonna just go back through it all again. I'm gonna remind you what got you here is gonna certainly help, but it's not gonna get you to the next level. So what sources work? What have I done so far? What have I done so far this year? And then what do I need to add in terms of new listing concentration to win? The second question I wrote down is, do you have a goal up in visual? How many times on the Tom Ferry Show have we discussed, you gotta get that wildly important goal, right? I wanna send my kids to college, I wanna save X amount of money, I wanna you know, lose weight, whatever it may be. You gotta get it up and visual, and you have to start tracking and measuring it. You know, we know that once you establish the goal, I wanna take 25 listings this year, between now and the end of the year, that's my number, and then all of a sudden you write up 25, 24, 23, 22, all the way down to 20, you know, to one, now all of a sudden that visual target, right? That concentration kicks in instantaneously. What do we know? When you get it up in visual, you get a lift in your performance. When you begin to track and measure, you get a serious lift in performance. At the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Then I wrote down, obviously the last question is, what is your monthly marketing plan? Now again, we've gone in depth on this on the Tom Ferry Show. So I'm recapping this before I get to the real point I wanna to get to. Ready? How many listings you take? What sources? Do you have a goal? Is it up and visual? If you don't have those, you're not in the game. Do you understand that? If those things aren't clear, you're not in the game. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. Common sense to common practice. Then, what's your monthly marketing plan? 
What are you gonna do with your database? What are you gonna do with your farm? How many open houses? I've got two CEOs I'm working with right now that will complete in the month of April 400 to 500 open houses a weekend. They've completely operationalized their entire companies. Big shout out to Berkshire Hathaway Georgia Properties and BH&G Rand Realty in New York and New Jersey. They've completely operationalized around it. And what are they doing? They're sucking every possible buyer out of the market and every person that needs to sell a house before they buy the next one out of the marketplace. We know it's a no-brainer. Obviously, on your monthly marketing plan, are you focusing on expireds, cancels, withdrawn, and other sources? The point is, it's gotta be up and visual so you know exactly what you're concentrating on. So that's the foundation, you know that. You wanna receive more offers, those things have got to be in place. You want to be listing dominant, those things have to be in place. Now, here's what I wanna to talk to you about, you ready? I wrote down two actions and one script. So if I was sitting with you one-on-one -on -one right now, like I've done recently with a couple, you know, not my personal clients, but people that have called me and said, Tom, I need a little lift. I need to go to the next level. What do you recommend? You know, Instagram, Facebook, you know, people I just know who just text me. I say, look, two things. Number one, if you haven't blocked out time in your schedule to prospect, it's never gonna happen. So this is what I know. It's the illusion of choice. If you can complete four to six prospecting sessions of the 10 obvious prospecting sessions every week, four to six, you're going to do amazing. But if I don't see in your schedule, nine to 11, Monday through Friday, that's five, four to six, Monday through Friday, that's 10. If I don't see those in your calendar, they don't exist and they never get done. Look, we've been doing this for a long time. Whether you're brand new with me or you've been watching my video since 2009, if it's not in your schedule, it doesn't exist and never gets done. You wanna be listing dominant? Then I need to see in your calendar those 10 prospecting sessions and you need some accountability around completing four to six of them every single week. You know what happens every time you get on the phone, you shake the tree and somewhere an apple falls. And you know what I mean metaphorically? You make your phone calls and some people are just a yes, some people are a lead follow-up and you're nurturing them, some people are a no, it doesn't make a difference. You can make 25 calls, talk to seven people, get seven no's in a row, and then ding, your phone goes off and it's a come list me call. That is the magic you've got to keep alive in your business if you want to be listing dominant. Now, when we're making those phone calls, we know we're focusing on getting sellers, finding the opportunities to get the listing, to receive the offers, not be the one that's fighting to try and get your offer accepted. Remember the focus. Second thing I wrote down, again, very simple. We've got to get the goal up and visual. Take a look at this photo right here. So in 2017, one of our now rockstar amazing coaches and longtime clients, Jason Ferris, Jason sat down with his coach and said, I want to create a massive listing breakthrough. His coach said, okay, what did you do the year before? What's the goal? What are the sources? Let's get it up and visual. The same exact advice I'm giving you right now. Now you can see there, he had a goal of 225 listing appointments in one year. Now you might be saying, oh my goodness, Tom, 225 appointments, that is so outside of my comfort zone. Maybe it's 70, maybe it's 50, maybe it's 105. Now as you see with the numbers, ready? He only ended up going on 205. Only 205 listing appointments. He's in Fresno, California. He would say Fres, yes. 
Fresno, California, we're not talking about a booming, you know, New York City, Philadelphia, Miami, Chicago. We're talking about a nice, beautiful place to live, right? Very moderate sales prices, hard work, roll up your sleeves, get it in your calendar, make your phone calls, put your focus on it, get that visual up in front of you. He failed miserably and only got 205 appointments. 17 of the appointments ended up canceling on him. He actually went on 188, took 143 listings. Do you remember 2017? It's very similar to 2019 in terms of transactions and what's happening with the marketplace. Seven of those people chose another agent and 38 didn't list that year. Now, you and I both know, if we had Jason right here, and by the way, Jason has, is a great coach, he's a great client, he's an amazing business person, he's spoken on stage at the summit. Remember, he's the guy that lost like, you know, 100 plus pounds, like extraordinary human being, right? He said to me, Tom, when I put that visual goal up inside my office, everybody in the office saw it. And when everybody in the office sees the goal, right? I mean, all your peers, all your buddies, your broker, the, the mortgage gal, you know, your title, when they all see it, you're only gonna get one of three responses. Some people just go, eh, whatever, they're just, eh, right, all the time. Some people go, yeah, let's go, you can do this, this is awesome, how can I support? Man, I gotta do the same thing. But the ones that really motivate you are the ones that are like, eh, you gotta go into it. And those people, they drive you too. Here's the thing, if you wanna have a breakthrough, if you wanna be the one receiving the offers, there is common sense that needs to be implemented. Common sense into common practice. You gotta block the time, four to six sessions out of the 10 every single week, automatic. If it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist and I don't care what your excuses are. I don't care what your excuses are. If things are hard now, try it with no money. You with me on this? We gotta dig deep, roll up our sleeves and do the work. Get it up in visual, just like Jason did. Get all the prospecting in your calendar and you're gonna kill it. Now, here's the script. What I know right now is between 80 and 100 times a month, if you're relatively social, if you're doing a couple open houses, if you're making your phone calls, if you're out and about, if you go watch your kid play soccer or baseball or sports or you're just out socially with friends, People are gonna say the same question to you over and over and over again. What's the question? What's the question you get all the time? Hey, how's the market? Now my question for you is, when they ask that, do you know the world famous script that I wrote in 2009, right? The obvious script and I was just in Chicago. I was just in London. Um, it doesn't matter where I go. I say to people, what do you say when people say, how's the market? This is what I get, great which could be the stupidest thing on the planet to say to somebody. Somebody's asking you for information on what's happening in the market and your answer is great? Really, what if I'm an FHA or a, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, a buyer in a low end price range today or I'm a seller in a really high end where the market is just bloated with listings. Is the market great for me or are you saying the market's great for you? We know the right answer is, hey, you know, it really depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, invest or rent because in our market, each one of those are very different. Which part of the market are you interested in? It depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, invest, or rent? In our market, each one of those are very different right now. Which part of the market are you interested in? By saying that 80, 90, 100 times a month, do you think there's a chance you're gonna run into some opportunities? You and I both know the answer is yes. Now, some people are clearly just gonna ask you because they just wanna know generally like, hey, what's going on? Like, but when they're asking that, what are they really saying? 
What's the value of my home? What's the value of my mother-in-law's home that I'm thinking about selling? You know, hey, my kids are trying to get into the marketplace, or my friend just told me they were trying to buy and said it was really hard. There's always something behind that that they're asking. So we always want to ask the obvious next question, which is, so tell me, what part of the market are you interested in? Like, what are you thinking about? And, you know, taking the time with some empathy, not ferocious sales mindset, just, hey, how can I help? What's going on? What are you thinking about? Let them talk, let them share, right? Maybe they just say, hey, I'm just kind of curious, right? You know, we're just friends. I'm just being polite, right? That can happen regardless of what they say. There are four to five questions that when you ask these questions, you prove to myself and you that you truly are committed to becoming listing dominant because the listing dominant agents, everyone I've met are Nuno Gomes in Portugal, right? In Lisbon, right? He's asking these questions in Portuguese. The best agents in Miami are asking these questions and you know, because you've been watching the Tom Ferry show, you should know the questions I'm about to lay on you. Question number one, hey, have you guys had any thoughts of selling? Have you guys had any thoughts of selling? That question is so important and you just shut up afterwards and you just smile and you nod. Hey, have you guys had any thoughts of selling? And you know what, you'll see sometimes like this, like, um, nah, we know we love our house. Or you'll see this, uh, which means they've been thinking about it. You know it and I know it. That's why you don't wanna jump in. You don't wanna be too aggressive. You wanna be soft. Hey, have you guys had any thoughts of selling? Smile, look at them right? Look to both of them. What are you guys thinking? Have you ever had the experience where one's going like this and one's going like that, right? I mean, we've all seen this before, that, that moment of self-awareness when you're like everything slows down and you're not just doing this, but instead you're just there to discover and to serve if possible, right? So you ask that first question. Then the question I love to ask, hey, are you living in your dream home now? Hey, are you living in your dream home now? Are you living in your dream home now? I don't care who you ask. Nine out of 10 times people are gonna say, no, no, I don't have enough bathrooms. I got too much square footage. My kids just left. My backyard's too big. I'm tired of the stairs. There's always gonna be something that's gonna cause people to say, no, of course I want something different. I want something better, right? Even if they've been there for a year or 30. Then, bonus question. Hey, at what price would you become a seller? At what price would you become a seller? Boy, I'll tell you. If I were you, that question, I would ask every single person in my database, at what price would you become a seller? I would log it in my CRM. I would track it. It would just be something that was always on my mind. Hey, we spoke a year ago and you told me at 395, you'd be a seller. Good news. One just sold down the street at 355. And guess what? It's 800 square foot smaller than yours. It's da, 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 da. Like, that's what you're doing when you're truly being a knowledge broker. You know what their goal is, what they want. Now, I'm not saying they have to move or they want to move, but you gave them a question that they could answer. Hey, at 400, I'd move. My father-in-law, God bless his soul, right? Passed away last year. If you asked him, right, his house in Anaheim, California that he added on to, you know, old school Italian World War II vet, he would tell me, Tom, if I could get 600,000, then the market improved to 600,000. He's like, I would get 700,000. He kept raising his number, but you know what? I don't care if you're talking to a brand new first time home buyer, or you're talking to my father-in-law who was there and paid off his mortgage 20 years ago. They're all thinking about it. They all have a number. Then the third question, do you know anybody who's thinking about selling? So I'm asking these questions. Hey, do you know anybody who's thinking about selling? And they're like, oh, 
my brother-in-law's thinking about selling, or hey, they're having twins, or hey, you know what, their kid just went out to college, they're empty nesters, they're talking about getting a condo. If you ask the right questions, being listing dominant, you're gonna be the one that's receiving the offers, not writing the offers. And then the last question, do you know anybody who tried to sell and it didn't work out? Do you know anybody who tried to sell and it didn't work out? So, the first question is, hey, how's the market? You know what to say now. You need to embed, I want you to tattoo it on your forehead, tattoo it on your arm, like, it depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, invest, or rent? Each one of those are very different in the market. Which part of the market are you interested in? That needs to be automatic every day for you because you're getting it 70, 80, 90, 100 times a month. If you're relatively social, if you're prospecting more and you're talking to more people and you're doing lots of open houses, you could be getting it 150 times a month. That means people are prospecting you because something about your smiling eyes, your charisma, the trust you're putting out there, they're willing to ask you that question. They want to know your knowledge. You give them the right answer, you ask the open-ended question, and then you go through, have you had any thoughts of selling, right? Are you living in your dream home now? At what price would you guys become a seller? I mean, just play with me. At what price would you become a seller? Have fun with it. Do you know anybody who's thinking about selling? And do you know anybody who tried to sell in the past and it didn't work out? Now, a lot for you to think about because we talked about common sense to common practice plus some scripts and dialogues. I can't wait to read your comments. The thing I want more than anything else is how many listings do you want to take in the next 12 months? Put that in the comment and then get it up in visual like you saw with our wonderful coaching client and friend Jason Ferris and so many others that have done the same. Get it up, get it visual. Common sense to common practice. Thanks so much for watching. Have a great day. Remember always your strategy matters and now more than ever, your ability to be listing dominant, that's what rules.